There's a big company. There's a big company called Shopify. And I'm like, how come Spotify isn't like, hey, go fuck yourself? Yeah, I, I like, didn't even know about Shopify till like last week. And Haley was like, you never heard of Shopify? I'm like, no, yeah. I haven't. It's like, I hadn't. I'm sorry. Again, like, why? I don't think Spotify would be like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, who the fuck do you think you fucking with? I'm the if fucking I, boss. I can't put if I. We're starting a new podcast company. It's called Podify. That's happening all the time. You can't. You can't fucking, you know, trademark that if I can you. I guess, I guess you could trademark. Did Apple trademark the I in front of like their, their names and shit? Probably. Yeah, you can't call they anything have, right? I something now. Yeah. Yeah, you see that all the time. Ro- except I robot. That's the one thing they're like. Ugh, they that was already it. made though. Yeah. probably a good thing in the point right that yeah I, the, and that's that's why i'm saying that's why i put that style of music in the background because okay if i do i still look ghostly to you uh let me see here Am yes I, I, I the window's closed all the windows are now closed like i closed the one on the other side of the room there's no sunlight the light behind me is off there's a lot there's uh, it's computer I monitors to, cannot be this i bright. hate to break it to you you're just really white <laughs> I know. You're just really white, man. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> you gotta do the Conseco. I don't, know. I don't remember being this last week, and when I was and when I was looking through the video file, like trying to do that animation. Vibes on the Thundercat one. There's a lot Good of vibrations. So I'm gonna put that on quietly and hope I get a little energy from that. Alright. Alright, we're good. I'm 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 well hydrated. Well hydrated, domesticated baby. I'm ready to rock and roll. Take us off. Sp- spark your Jeff Bezos dick shaped rocket ship. That is this episode. Excellente. It is 4 30 p.m. It's the clock ticks one minute faster as I'm attempting to read it on Sunday, August 29th, 2021. Welcome to episode 48 of the fucking A podcast. This is a back to back that'll be released a week after due to my yes. co-host's negligence. Now, my name is DJ ah. Dopamine, and I am joined by my co-host Serotonin the Selecta. We are your Sonic DJs ready to rock and roll and give you another week's <laughs> DJ Dopamine and the Serotonin Selecta. Sounds <laughs> I think I think those might be my favorite yet. My That's favorite not, names you've come up with. It's not bad for like, hey Matt, make up a name in five seconds. 
That's I'll true. I gave you a little extra time, so you 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 had a yeah. you had an opportunity. But I like those. I like those. All games, no practice. One episode into the other, we just fucking get rolling. It's it's a specialty. Two two full days of podcasting. Episode oh, 48, 48 hours plus now, two full days of podcasting. So, it, you know, avid fans wait till midnight at when on Thursday when this episode comes out. So, you know, if you start playing the newest one, this one, episode 48, and then you just let them all play back, you were covered, auditorily covered until Saturday at midnight. You know, you got 48 hours of pure comedy podcasting fun and goodness. You're set. Just let it run. Time. That's a lot of time, bro. Yeah. Everybody who hears this episode, just let all forty-eight episodes play in in honor. In honor, in effigy, as you burn your Wiccan incantations and try to banish the, the Taliban. That's right. That's right. Let's go. Oh, callbacks. So we're doing it on the same day. Exactly. <laughs> we're living in the now, man. We're not living in the past. We're not looking to the future. The future's now. We're living in the now, man. activating our comedic third eye. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. I'm going to gas up the pickup here, buddy. Then take you we down need to we take need you down to. to Florida. Where else? Why not? Why when, not? When Southern in need American? Of, yeah. When, when in need of some sort of energy, when you're talking about things in the world, why not go to old, reliable Florida, a Texas woman. So actually two states at work here. A Texas woman has been arrested and charged with murdering a Florida man who died in 2019. More than 35 years after she violently shook him as a baby and caused permanent disability. What? Terry Dolores McCurchy, 59 of Sugarland, Texas, was indicted on a first-degree murder charge earlier this month in Broward County, Florida, where the crime took place in 1984. She is accused of killing Benjamin Keith Dowling, 35, of Bradenton. McCurchy, who was 22 at the time, claimed that Benjamin had fallen from the couch and injured himself, reported the, the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Despite her denials, McCurchie pleaded no contest in June 1985 to attempted murder and aggravated battery of a child. She received court records show that she received an extremely light sentence at the time. So she basically is accused of shaking this kid when he was an infant and he developed like a, a disability and required care his whole life and then died at 35. But she was charged with attempted murder back in the 80s, right? Yes, but now so, he's dead. So now they're charging her with murder. So it's how, not double jeopardy. Uh, uh, not the same crime, which means it's not this, which means you can try her again, I suppose. Uh, maybe if she was more heavily punished the first time, they wouldn't do that. That's fucking wild, dude. That's you like, want to you know what her punishment was the first time? Because she yeah. was made to spend weekends in jail for three months. Ooh, okay. for shaking a baby? Is she like a babysitter or something? Like, what? yes, she was caring for this child and and shook the kid. Bruh, she had kids of her own, by the way. Bruh, she got three months weekend time for shaking this kid. Don't shake the baby. That's yeah. Quote: The passage of time between the injuries sustained and the death of the victim were considered by the forensic experts who conducted the autopsy and ruled the death was directly caused by the injuries from 1984. I mean. Which you understand following it around like the, the, this fucking a true crime right here. But understand that like he, he the, the guy would not have been suffering from this disability if he had not been shaken. And the disabilities probably would killed him in his mid 30s. He wasn't likely expected to have a long life. So that seems to forensically 
No, like I get that. It just seems wild to me that you can be charged for attempted murder and then be charged for murder 35 years later. Yes. For the same act. Not like she showed up yeah, later, 35 years later. We're like time to finish the job. Like uh, she she, pro- she deserves it. I'm not I'm not arguing that. I'm just talking about the straight legality of like. I, I think she deserves it because because she didn't get punished the first time yeah that's how i feel too if she was more heavily punished the first time like i got like 10 years or something i'd be like hey now the article does say because she was previously convicted of attempted murder and not murder itself mccurchie's constitutional protections against being tried twice for the same crime don't apply in this case so yes on some loophole (sighs) pretty much Uh, i mean mean like you know, fuck a baby killer, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I no one's going around being like, what's up, Shakes McGee? And they're just like, hey, man, it's me, baby Shake. Yeah, How's like, it going? She you moved to a saying? different state. She moved from Florida to Texas. She got out of there. She's like, I'm not staying in this place. Have to. Think of somebody in your group of friends was like started shaking babies. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, hey, baby shaker, you can't come over here. Yeah, you'd expect you know them saying? to move to, to BC and like start over. And like, yeah, thinking they're just going to start pile driving kids. They're going to like their their thing is going to accelerate. You know what I'm saying? They've got a pile driving kids. <laughs> pile driving your brain waves. Ask the parent for the leave. Where's the soft spot here? Right on the top. Perfect. All right. Excellent. This is some this is the things you get up to in Grand Theft Auto. That's what you're that's what you're doing. Pile so driving infants. There's no there's no infants, unfortunately. But if there was, but if there oh, was terrible things, terrible you'd be things. sending them flying. You'd be oh. you'd just all over the map. I'd be filling buses with them. And this is why we can't have those AI talking. generated video games. You know, those like the, the like procedural procedural, like developing AI text games that always devolve into like child pornography and like murder and stuff. And it's like, this is why we can't have them because our always. these brains aren't working correctly. They always devolve to that fucking shit. Always. Always devolving. That's what we're about. That's what we're always about. Now, Ontario police here are asking criminals not to flush their drugs down the toilet after a Coke stash has clogged some pipes in a recent raid. (laughs) It reads a little bit oniony to me. This one comes out of blog to here. Now, the York Regional Police shared news of a bust on Tuesday uh, and treating anybody with a massive amount of drugs in their possession not to try to flush them down the toilet in the event that they raid them. Now, obviously, this is said in a joking tongue-in-cheek here, but an important tip. Trying to flush a lot of coke might just clog the toilet. The force jokingly tweeted out this morning along with details and photo evidence of the bus. It's a bunch of cocaine. It's uh, standard stuff here. Now, search warrants carried out here in Vaughan, Newmarket, and Toronto yielded five firearms plus multiple replica guns, brass knuckles, tasers, knives, scales, the usual. materials. The usual, right? Plus a hefty amount of meth, heroin, fentanyl, magic mushrooms, opioid, and cocaine, the latter of which dealers unsuccessfully attempted to flush last second. It's not going to work. If they're already raiding your stash, if your plan is to try to put 10 kilos of cocaine down the toilet. You need to stop watching movies. You need to actually have a fucking plan on what you're going to do. Also, <laughs> just flush it all. Just put all the toilet, man. Like, you're fucked, bro. You're fucked at that point. Just take it all. Just take it all. How many like how many times did cops find these guys just standing over toilet like, oh, oh, like every, <laughs> every time? Every t- that's more probably on like a small drug raid. Yeah. Going to like a like an actual stash house like they gonna catch you, bro. They gonna catch you. That's that's tough, man. I've, I've seen the wire. All right, you're watching it right now. I am. How far through this, are you? How far through are you? you uh, I actually stopped. I took a break here. I'm on like episode like five, so I'm not like I'm just getting up the into whole it. show. So you you rewatching the show? You barely made it for ha- halfway the first season. What? Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, I'm watching okay. football. Been watching football. Okay, just all checking. I right. just checking in on your progress. I just want to know how you're doing. I know what happens. Yeah. 
It's true. That's true. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't need to watch the rest of it. I remember. <laughs> well, since, uh, we're, since we were mentioning sloppy criminals, I'm going to take you to the town of Eastbourne in the UK. 67-year-old Alan Slattery was given a six-year sentence after he was arrested in charge for entering three banks in the Eastbourne area over the course of two weeks and handling the cashier's notes, requesting them to hand over the money. Standard procedure. Walk in. Give me the note. Nobody move. Nobody get hurt. Give me the cash. I walk out. You call the police. I get arrested 20 minutes later. You know how this goes. Let's according, do it. <laughs> according to police, his first attempt was at the Nationwide Building Society in Eastbourne at 1045 a.m. on March 18th, 2021. But due to the poor handwriting, the employee was not able to read the note and Slattery left empty handed. Oh, I saw this. The, the, you this, had one thing you had to get right. This guy's shit was so fucking scribbled out, bro. Yeah. Like it's it's bad. It's I mean, it's like doctor handwriting. These almost standard. That's like it's like striking out with a woman, but like to the umph degree. It's like you go like to the point that like she doesn't even understand that you're hitting on her. Like you go up with a note being like, "I'm trying to rob you," and they're like, they don't even. They're like, "What to say, dude?" Like, open the so so open the what? Oh, sir, I can't read this. Are are, are you okay? Nobody, no, no brother, get what? What, sir? Do you have an account here? What's your? Do you have a card? Uh, 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 Although, don't you think, don't you think you're a teller? Guy walks up, hands you a note, looks suspicious. You could have put the two and two together to be like, yeah. But if I can't read the note, I'm not just gonna be like, here's the cash. So she loopholed the robber, being like, I can't read this note. You can't rob me. No, I think she genuinely was like, what the fuck is this? Are you having a stroke, sir? Like, you okay? And the guy was probably <laughs> like, uh, uh. feeling like the panic button going off. Like, I gotta get out of here. We just look like a typical bank robber. We wasn't even like covered up or anything. He just a Sussex in. police spokesperson said, quote, staff at the bank later managed to read the note, which said your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over the tens and twenties and think about the other customers. It's too much. Yeah. Like too but much. Give me money. I have gone done. I have gone. Why say many words when little do job? Take it slow. Like really be like, really write it out. You know, it's we're, we're talking like 25 letters. Spend an hour if you have to. Even the fucking homeless guys asking for change at the side of the DVP have oh, their fucking signs written. Those out. signs are beautifully written. So many of them, like I, I find them like on the ground. Walking down the street, they'll be like a half folded up one, like on the sidewalk that's been whisked away by the wind, and it's like this beautiful handwriting. It just says like, like I won't lie. Need money for weed and cocaine, and you're like, <laughs> I respect, I respect you, sir. That's why the sign floated away because somebody saw that and was like, I respect that, and gave him the money, and he didn't need the sign anymore. Yeah, he's like, I'm See? done. Honesty pays off. So apparently the people at the bank rang the police, uh, found the note, found the CCTV footage from the bank, <laughs> found it from a while ago. Yeah, I think they, tried they went and us. found the guy. Yeah. Slattery then repeated his technique twice more on the 26th of March and on April 1st. And out of the three attempts, he was successful only once and ended up with only twenty four hundred euros. Oh, Wow, that is low on the list. The low on the list of famous bank robbers is the guy who went one for three for twenty four hundred dollars. Ooh, yeah. oh my god, you'd be booted from the heist party on GTA. <laughs> that's what I mean. You're useless. You're the guy that's pressing Y and jumping out of the helicopter. He got killed again. Oh, I can't believe this. Fucking idiot. <laughs> so, what do you need for your next bank heist? Wheelman, gunman, handwriting. Guy or girl stenographer, like middle school teenage girl who's going to like give you like a perfectly like frilly hand over the money with butterflies and smiley face. They don't don't teach handwriting anymore. 
true. She's gonna give you some digital, some fire digital art to rob yeah, banks. Yeah, there you go. Here you That's go. Right. It's like a the NFT. GIF. This is my bank robbery NFT. <laughs> yeah yo that's the next wave of nfts is robbery nfts like give me your money and i won't rob you and your people are like okay uh, sure oh, buy that digital 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 fucking stamp i hate Come nfts on. i hate them so much so do i i i, 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 I don't like... understand i hate them because i'm jealous of them and also because i don't understand them and i think they're stupid a, 12, a fucking 12 year old just made a four hundred thousand dollar collection of yeah. them bro I made $400,000 of creating a, an NFT line of these crazy whales. And it yeah, was crazy little, whales or something, right? Like cartoon little, whales? Or yeah, little just cartoon whales. And people were just fucking buying them up, man. I'm gonna, I'm just going to get in on this. That shit I sent you earlier this week, I'm going to start making like better versions of that stuff. And then I'm going to sell them as NFTs. When this show gets really big, like a decade in, and we got millions of people, we're going to be like, yo, the original NFT. Buy it now. By that point, it'll be saturated market and we'll, it'll be like $8. Yeah, for real. Like, yeah, they're not that big. A man they're, can dream. They're no John Larroquette. No. Seth. <laughs> uh, they're just a cheap Canadian imitation. Yeah, you fucking plebs. All right, what do you bring? What do you still got in your bag over there? Oh, I got lots in the bag today. Uh, okay, we'll head down to Georgia. We'll keep it in the Southern American states here. Now, Kajan Griffin, 23, remains on the loose as he is... <laughs> This one's good, dude. As a dead body rolled out of his stolen mortuary van as he was speeding away from the police from a crematory parking lot on Wednesday. This guy Wednesday. stole a, a hearse? So Griffin stole the mortuary van to escape the pursuing oh. police, and a body on a gurney rolled out of the open hap, uh, batch hack. I can't even talk. I'm going to say hatchback. that again. Hatchback. You're going you're gonna to edit that. You're going to edit that. No, I'm, I'm not... leaving it in. I'm helping no. you out. It's a hatchback. Jesus Christ, I can't even read. Out of the hatchback. There you go. <laughs> it's because I wrote down swish in my notes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So a body rolled out of the fucking back hatch and into the parking lot <laughs> and it eventually came to arrest, right? Now, the van owner, Stan Henderson, is quoted as saying, it's ridiculous that the dead can't even rest. This is, this is another real-life Grand Theft Auto thing. Like, yeah, steal man. the hearse and get away from the cops. So <laughs> police uh, chased Griffin from the city of Conveyors to Del DeKalb County, where a van became disabled after striking multiple vehicles and then blowing a tire. The suspect then fled the van and ran into a nearby wood line. Police searched the area but were unable to locate Griffin, and he is still on the loose. My man successfully escaped. Four stars. Whoa. Yeah, four stars? No, nah, four stars nah. you get, like, the FBI and stuff, like, yeah, swinging like off vans, like, shooting at you. Yeah, helicopters involved, that's three. I can't you even know? imagine, though, if I'm driving down the road, man, and a fucking body flies out of the car in front of me, that's some Final Destination shit. They're like, ah, it's a weekend at Bernie's, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Flex what's going your windshield, on lands in your passenger seat, and it's like, oh, hey, carpool lane. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, HOV, baby. <laughs> oh, man, life is, like the simulation's getting a little out of hand, don't you think? The rules, people are taking the rules off. Yeah, dude, like GTA is becoming like life is GTA. Yeah, I'm, I actually I'm starting to believe it. Well, I'm we starting had to the fucking it. the guy in the Bronx fucking like, I don't know, a couple months back here where he got on top of the city buses and was shooting a flamethrower <laughs> like that's straight out of GTA, man. It's <laughs> like, when you're using cheat codes, you know, yeah, give flamethrower like super jumping onto buses and shit. <laughs> God. Anyways, police in Florida are calling a lawn care worker a hero after saving a man's life despite allegedly being yelled at by homeowners to do it somewhere else. 
Tony was walking to work when he saw a man in a car having a serious seizure. Without thinking, he ran up to the rolling car and grabbed the fender to try to stop him from rolling further down the street. It ended up running over Tony's foot, but thankfully he had steel-toed boots on. Car finally stopped on a lawn, but the windows were up and the doors were locked. The driver was convulsing and in terrible shape, according to the sheriff's office. Tony screamed for help, asking and begging someone to help him help this man. The owners of the house where the car stopped allegedly came outside and yelled at him, get off our lawn and get that man out of here. Have him go die somewhere else. <laughs> I was just about to say, what, die somewhere else? He fucking literally said that shit? Precisely. Oh, my God, dude. Imagine like, fucking die somewhere else, man. I got shit to do. Got to keep those property values up is what that is really like. No, if he dies here, my house is worth nothing. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, fuck. This, I swear to God, that happens with building security and shit, too. It's like, listen, brother, you're going to have to go on that side of the door because another fucking company owns that shit. And I don't want to deal with it. All right. <laughs> All right. Excellent. It's like you those go shoot up, shoot up restaurants. On that side. Yeah. Can you see like like Wendy's and or like KFC and Taco Bell? They're like, go to the KFC side. Just go over there. Go to the KFC side. Oh, is your problem now, KFC? Sorry. I don't know. I don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah. Keep nah, them out of Taco Bell territory. You get the Tim Hortons one all the times, right? They'd just be sitting there getting their fucking don't die here. in a row. Don't die here. Die somewhere. Any of else, our listeners, don't die here. Don't die listening to this podcast. We want to, we don't want to like people to find it. Like, I oh, do not dead. want to be the, the last thing you hear. <laughs> I mean, you could do so much better. You could do, you, yeah, <laughs> listen to some beautiful piece of music, but you're listening to this shit. Yeah, listen to some Annie Lennox. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> She will never play until you, the oh, only way Annie Lennox is ever making it into the intro or the outro is if you learn to edit this show. Only right, then I'll, I'll, I'll play it on piano myself. <laughs> hate you, hate you. I'm gonna Cannot come. I'm gonna come with you. the fire, bro. Just wait till I get my keys down. All right, Just come wait. with some fire. Come with some fire. Bring what, right, what kind of fire you got in the pocket there? Uh, not much. I can play fucking uh, smoke on the water. And uh, what the hell is that other song that everybody knows by Jack White? The fucking Seven Nation Army. Thank you. Seven Nation Army. I can play the course of that. It's very simple. You can play four notes. Exactly. It's like five or six, maybe, actually. It only counts if you can tap your foot with the drum beat at the same time. Otherwise, you're just a pleb. Doesn't count. I have no talent, brother. I have no talent. No, you do. You you do. God damn it. How dare I just you? Eat, I just eat expired Easter candy and get high. And you just need to talk. channel your you just need to get slightly less baked and channel the little healthy bake that you get into a creative outlet. That's what we're going to teach you. That's what I need to do. That's what I used to do. Activate That's your third eye. Activate third your eye. third eye. Third eye podcasting. Third eye living. Yeah, see, the problem with me right now is I'm just getting high and eating candy and activating my brown eye because I'm eating so much goddamn fucking snacks and shit that I'm just shitting my guts out. It's been bad, dude. It's been a rough, uh, it's been a rough. This is a real days. low point of the episode right here. Yeah, we're going to edit that. Really? I, I'm, no, I'm sorry. You, you keep, you know, every time you're like, you're going to add, oh, you're going to edit that. I'm like, you you, you have no power here. <laughs> If you've ever considered your zombie apocalypse survival plan, you've almost certainly concluded that the best place to survive the end of the world event is somewhere isolated and preferably surrounded by water. As it turns out, science agrees with you. It's just that the event threatening our survival isn't a zombie apocalypse. Of course, it's climate change. A study by the Global Sustainability Institute. Jesus, imagine working there. Imagine, what do you work? I work at the Global Sustainability Institute. <laughs> 
How's that yeah. going for you? Can you uh, perform surgery with this fucking uh, butter knife instead of a scalpel? Thanks. Yeah. That's basically what that is. What do you, I study the ills of, of the planet. Oh, okay. and I can't do anything to fix it because nobody allows me. <laughs> do, you think, do you think your work's depressing, right? Like, <laughs> no kidding. But this institute has released their list of the six countries best suited to survive a climate catastrophe. Who do you think is number one? Take a guess. Uh, and don't say like Jakarta or something like. Okay, wait. Surrounded by water, Madagascar. That's probably a good guess. Although economically, I don't know. No. Uh, they... Okay. Not Japan. I've seen enough of those movies. Um, Sri Lanka. No. No. Think, uh, think greener pastures. Greener pastures. Tall mountains and. Sweden. No. <laughs> Number one on the list is New Zealand. Oh, yes, of course. Of course, of course. Which is an unsurprising choice. The country checks a lot of boxes for survivalists. According to the University of Notre Dame's Global Adaptation Initiative, which similarly ranks countries based on their readiness and capability to adapt to climate change, New Zealand ranks second out of 181 countries because truthfully, they were not number one. They were number two. Number one is Norway. Fucking misdirection. Norway. Sweden Sweden wasn't totally off. Sweden was not bad. Next door. Norway's maybe what a little, a little, little more progressive, a little more ahead of the game. Well, I think Sweden was too progressive, and now they're economically they've been crippled by it. <laughs> See, New Zealand. The one thing about New Zealand, although it's got a lot of good things to say, because it's an island, it's more likely to be separated from the global supply chain because it's in the middle of the ocean. So all those billionaire bros who are like building bunkers there, billionaire bros building bunkers. A new show coming this fall. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> unsubscribe they're they're gonna all end up trapped on that island and have to cannibalize each other yeah, but that's so why they're all that's well that's why they're hiding out there because they'll last longer than everybody else so here okay. we are we got norway and new zealand top of the list all right one all right. two hmm. the final podium spot goes to ireland really okay really like the two countries placing ahead of it, Ireland is an island that benefits from isolation and self-sustainability sensing a theme here right Sweet ireland is resource rich with a booming agriculture industry that can be tapped to keep its population alive as the global supply chain crumbles. All right. So they, they're, they're self-sustaining. They got windmills in Ireland. I don't probably right. Know. Possibly. Uh, who knows? I don't know much about the Irish sustainable energy markets. The only thing I know about the Irish is like all like offensive things that had to be taken off t-shirts at Western's uh, St. Yes. Patty's Day t-shirt. That's circles. right. Like, yeah. let's just sell T-shirts that imply that Irish people are nothing but drunken like, <laughs> ne'er-do-wells <laughs> who just fuck I'm, everything up. Like, I'm getting so Irish tonight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a time to be alive. All right. Coming in fourth place, Iceland. I was okay. actually just about to say that as I'm looking at my map here. That looks like it's right in the middle. It's got Great its agricultural potential and capacity to support renewable energy. Okay. Yeah, Iceland's all green and Greenland's all ice. Oh. Seriously. Dude. No. It's bizarre. Oh, now things get a little uh, a little dicey at the end of the list here. Okay, the United Kingdom places fifth on the researchers' list. I don't know about that. Driven largely by its potential to survive rather than its demonstrated ability. So we think they could survive. They don't appear that they actually would, but we think they could. So they get fifth place. The densely populated island was tagged as a country that could considerably increase its renewable energy and agricultural outputs though it currently imports nearly half of its food and is lagging on its wind and solar adoption. So it's not actually a place you want to go, but it could be potentially. 
It's densely populated, though. I'm trying to avoid that kind of shit in like a, in oh, a yeah. climate change or a zombie apocalypse type situation. People right? eating people. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Now, the last spot on the top six is where it got really dicey. OK, who's six on this list? Uh, Canada. Yes. Yes. And yes. America. They shared That's... the six spot. So our part of the world where we do nothing right and have completely fucked this up. We're in the top six places on earth you want to be when the when the earth starts to like yep. melt. We got mad natural resources. Bro. That's how thin we are in terms of good places to be on earth. We're there. Hey, man, I don't like how you're looking at that. OK, you should be thankful and, and glorified by the fact that, yeah, we have a beautiful nation that would be a uh, good your place to be pandering during election season is what you're doing. You <laughs> fucking Son a of a bitch. Prime minister. Uh, President. Now, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we got a lot of fucking water and shit, right? We got a lot of natural resources. It's true. We should be able to like to get a lot space. of like a lot of windmills in the prairies, you know, all that all that wind coming down off the mountains, you know? And then, you know, when we got to move out because the cities get destroyed and shit, we'll just fucking uh, we'll just do what they do in the cities and just gentrify the fucking plains. Yeah. You know what no, I'm saying? Of course. Of course, dude. We're going to bring our our, you know, liberal cuck, you know, <laughs> motivations, our agenda out to the prairies. Can't wait to put a sky rise condo in the middle of Saskatchewan. In the right. middle of a fucking wheat right. field. That's right. We're going to bring all our, our weed stores and our vape shops. And we're moving them in. Rough Road riders. Cam. Rough riders. We're coming. Let's wait till you get all our annoying gentrified Toronto, Saskatchewan adoptees. Yeah, go rough riders. Sucks, man. It's going to be the, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders versus the Edmonton Elks now. Oh, how can I enjoy CFL football without you can't. You know, it's culturally insensitive names? Fold the fucking league. I just uh, tears. Nothing but tears. All right. I what remember, do you got? What, no, what do you remember? That really quickly. I remember right. thinking like even when I was younger, I was like, is Eskimo like an offensive thing? And I had heard people be like, yeah, they don't really like it. You know what I'm saying? And I always thought like there's going to come a day where it, it's going to fucking change. You know what I'm saying? But I, I honestly, I honestly cannot believe that it took the Redskins that fucking long to have to change the name, man. The more yeah, I think about it, the more I'm clear. like, clear. yeah, the more I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what the fuck, oh, yeah. man? And growing up, it was like nothing to us. We we're just like, yeah, it's, it's Washington's football team. Like, I never I thought know. anything of it. I just was like, oh, they do. That's America. They have a bunch of really offensive fucking team names. Like, but what do I know? Consulting, <laughs> consulting a middle-class white guy, what he thinks on whether or not things need to be renamed. Especially I should share I'm... my opinion on this because I have a strong opinion on this. Let me get to my Twitter account. Oh. <laughs> Being a white dude Fuck. in like today's day and age with that shit, man, you just got to know that you're like, listen, just sit this one out. Sit this one out, dog. Sit this one out. Sit this one out. Just, you know, don't start a podcast and then comment slightly and then say you're sitting it out, but still have to have some sort of a voice in it because you know it's now, the way it has to work talking about censoring here tiktok has banned the milk crate challenge from their platform this is odd man this thing this fucking milk crate <laughs> i have I, I mean yeah we've been around we've been around to see a lot of the internet's finest trends but this is this is up there in terms of the like, oh, what are you people? The hits these people are taking. <laughs> Dude, some of the most brutal falls. Here's oh. the thing, though. 
like I could see the first guy being like, oh, I'll try that shit and laugh at me like that looks impossible. But it's so popular now that people are trying to be like, I can do it. Like, you're fucking stupid. Like, you not see how dang- you're going to eat shit, bro. Dude, OK, if you to imagine how hard these people hit when they fall and they all fall. Right. Like stand on your couch and then just imagine doing a trust fall directly into your coffee table. Just and like hitting the corner and like like right in the middle of your spine. (laughs) Just imagine that's what these hits look like. They're taking. I'm like so many you know bleeding pelvises and cracked ribs and ruptured spleens. The ones I've seen people doing on the concrete. I'm like, are are you fucking serious? Yo, my favorite one I've seen so far are the ones from inside of jail. Dudes in, <laughs> dudes inside of jail are doing the best part of the video to me though is that you got you know all these dudes in a fucking like the i guess it's the quad essentially at the prison doing this milk crate challenge and there's like six or seven cell phones filming it yeah everyone's like dude, how the everybody fuck you, has a cell phone yeah but you're not supposed to have a cell phone in jail <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to have a cell phone in jail. the guards are standing with the prisoners like oh i can't believe this <laughs> i'm saying there's like seven or eight fucking dudes with phones filming it's uh, hilarious but yeah like this shit's permeated everywhere dude a phone is like a huge right a, a phone has become like more of a human right than like drinking water like we actually live in a world where most of the world is like it is more important to have a phone and the internet than it is to like be able to like have a septic system like i'll just shit in this bucket how am I we are like oh we shit tweet it's like yeah we do it on a toilet on the other side of the world there are people who are shit tweeting like over a hole that <laughs> literally it's like squats. well eight percent of our population has running water but 43 percent of our population has facebook like <laughs> woo, humanity I, I really thought you were gonna say 43 percent of our population shits in a hole and i was gonna say you're not wrong you're well, not wrong that's 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 what Poor I implied guys. by not having running water. You know what I mean? Poor like, guys. Dog, I, I don't even like outhouses. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel- yeah, you've never had you've never had some of the emergencies. I think I've had in my past where I'm like, oh. I need something that's moderately clean. OK, right? I don't like outhouses, but that doesn't mean that if oh, I'm yeah. about to <laughs> shit my fucking pants. <laughs> I'm going to go. No, I don't like outhouses, but you can hover. You certainly hover. Oh, so some of them you look and you're just like, you have to hover, bro. Why is <laughs> coming out and shit? And you're like, oh god, what is this place? <laughs> this is fucking wasteland. It is what it is, man. It, it is, is a what wasteland. It is. it is a wasteland. You're a waste man in the wasteland. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, all right, give me another. Give me, give me something else. Why? Why are you coming so much? Because you, you know what? You, you had it easy for a few weeks there. You didn't have to do a whole lot. So you're I'm, right. I'm, you're right. Happen, you okay. step up. So the uh, Tokyo medals, the gold medals. Right. Some bad news, my friend. Oh, Chinese gymnast uh, Zhu Sheying claims that her gold medal is peeling. Oh, mm. have you seen the price of gold? Oh, I my know. God. I did. Oh. So let me clarify this. OK, quote unquote here. I didn't mean to peel the thing off at first. I just discovered that there was a small mark on my medal. Xu Shang wrote. Yeah, I thought that it was probably just dirt. So I rubbed it with my finger and found that nothing had changed. And then I picked at it and the mark got bigger. Now, the uh, Tokyo Olympic Gaming uh, Organization, they have uh, come out with a statement saying that the material coming off the metal is a protective coating instead of actual gold plating. Okay. okay. Now, this coating is intended to protect the metal from stains and scratches and blah, 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 blah. It did not affect the quality of the metal itself. However, it leaves it with a giant fucking gray mark on it because I've seen the photo and it looks like shit. Ooh. I feel bad for the girl. Now, apparently, uh, the IOC has a 
as a process where they keep molds for all the metals and that they're actually able to replace any of them based on oh. you just have to pay a fee. So they're going to, this girl's going to, no, get I'd be metal. like, the, but, those, no, those Olympics were a month and a half, not even a month ago. That that's under warranty. At least have, you'd that's think. what you would think right, right. now. I guess this year they use that. They use an experimental thing where they use metal from uh, recycled electronic yeah. devices. Yeah. Right. So I guess maybe they had to put a protective coating because of that. I don't fucking know. I'm not. It's just like I'm irradiated metals or something. Yeah, for real, right? Like, and you're peeling the foil off and just fucking uranium. Oh, underneath. that was the thing. That's the only thing that was keeping you alive was that thing you just peeled off. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna send you a new one like immediately. Uh, <laughs> Shit, yeah. Guy shows up with like with a Geiger counter. This <laughs> <laughs> a guy. That, I'm here for the metal. Like, what? <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh, shit. That sucks. That but I guess this sucks. isn't this isn't the only like a little weird thing that's happened with the metals. Further along the article here, I found another link to a uh, situation earlier where the Japanese mayor uh, Takashi Kawamura bit into the gold medal of a softball pitcher after uh, she received the gold medal here. Now I guess they received about eight thousand complaints, and this guy has finally offered to pay for a replacement. It's just a bizarre photo to watch when this guy literally he takes his fucking mask off and a COVID in like uh oh everyone's like COVIDly right. distanced out. The girl's wearing her mask. He takes her medal, takes his mask I'm just off, gonna lick bites your into it. Oh. Yeah, it's like, dog, what are you doing, bro? Like, what are you doing, man? Just forget. <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, you just forget where you are for a minute, right? Just, yeah, that's exactly what that is, right? You so walk into a room, you don't know what you're doing there. You're at the Olympics during a pandemic. You just put things in your mouth in public. Why not? Yeah, no shit happens. No kidding. I just grab other people's shit and just fucking chomp. Have you had a moment like that during the pandemic where you've done something that yes. you just for a split second, you've been like, whoa, sorry. I just forgot where I was like 100%. Uh, I was walking. I was actually specifically on the TTC subway platform and I was walking down and I had touched something and I was like, oh, I need to, I need to hand sanitize. Like after I touched like a railing or something and I had the actual thought of like, I need to sanitize and I'm walking down and I'm not even paying attention. Right. And I start rubbing my face and this fucking, <laughs> and this met booming message pops up. It's like TGC reminds the patrons, please keep your hands away from your face and blah, 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 blah. As I'm literally <laughs> okay. doing it and being like, okay, I'm a fucking idiot. Yep. <laughs> and that's how Matt got it. Yeah, pretty much. Right? <sighs> I felt so dumb because it was like I had the thought. No, OK. And then I forgot about it. And then I had the booming reminder. I'm like, oh, God, I've only I'm had right. a couple of times where I've just walked up to ask somebody something and gotten way too close. Just like I was in like a grocery store looking for something specific. And I found somebody and I just walked up and I was like, hey, you tell me where if I, I'm like standing a foot off them like normal times. Like, hey, just I'm getting I'm in your general area because I'm speaking to you. And then I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I this close? I'm, I'm, to this pretty, person? I'm pretty good for that. I'm not like fucking eight feet away. Like some people that are like, hey, sir, sir. <laughs> now, Matthew, <laughs> like, how dare you be so rude? Fuck that shit. But I'm also like, I'm not right up on, on top of somebody like, what's up, motherfucker? Can you hear me breathe? We're all learning lessons. We're all we're all about learning lessons. We're all about bettering ourselves. Right. Aren't we? We Try pretend to. to be. We Try pretend to, to be. So. In terms of pursuing personal knowledge and growth, find out different pieces of information. We seek out different resources. And, and Matt, you and I have talked before on this show about the streaming service, the eye-opening, mind-expanding, third-eye-activating streaming service, Gaia. Ah, uh, yes. Now, for any listeners who don't know, I've, I've flirted with the idea in the past of potentially subscribing to the service to see what some of their more quality content might be. Well, one thing I did is I signed up our podcast email, fnehpodcast at gmail.com, which you can also reach us at. I signed our email up for their newsletter. So I get their emails. I mostly delete them, but I don't know. I was bored the other day. I decided to open one up. 
And we've joked about doing something with Gaia. And I, I decided that I've come up with a new segment for us. Okay, I finally found a way to work Gaia into the show for you. So I want to introduce you to our newest segment, the Profiles of Gaia. Showcasing somebody who's in the sphere of this organization. And we're going to start with the gentleman who showed up in my email the other day. So I opened this thing up. And the title of the email is Uncover Buried Evidence of ET Contact. Okay, good start. All right. Okay. We're, we're, we're rolling. We're moving. We're shaking. You already got me hooked. I'm ready. I'm, my interest is peaked. This new series on Guy is brought to you by Dr. Stephen M. Greer, who is our focus for this very first installment of Profiles of Gaia. Now, he is the founder for the Center for the Study of Extra Intelligent, Extraterrestrial Intelligence, which is called C-SETI. Okay. This is his okay. this is mark on the world, which is not to be confused with the SETI Institute, which is the so study of extraterrestrial intelligence institute okay which is actually a scientifically reputable organization that like uses astronomers and stuff and they're like the people who have those radio arrays that take oh signals. so they're a real thing okay so yeah, seti is a real thing c seti is is this guy's little operation that he runs here okay gotcha. so it's it's funny so sorry i got that wrong which is that c seti is the study of extra extraterrestrial intelligence and regular seti is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. So the real scientists are still like, we're, we're shot, shooting in the dark here, seeing if anything shows up. And this guy's like, no, it's here. It's real. We're looking into it. This is what we do. That sounds like the real guys versus the weekend warriors. Of course. Of course. So his CSETI organization seeks disclosure of alleged classified UFO info. He's made multiple documentaries, including serious, unacknowledged, and close encounters of the fifth kind. C. Seti claims to have over 3,000 confirmed reports of UFO sightings confirmed. with 4,000 okay. 4, proofs of what they call, quote, landing traces. Crop circles, basically, right? <laughs> Crop circles, people fucking around in cornfields. Bruh. Is that what we're talking about? We're back to, we're back to crop circles. 4,000? 4,000 proofs, they're oh calling them. Oh, my God, man. This dude doesn't know what proof means. <laughs> Holy fuck. C-SETI utilizes rapid mobilization investigative teams. It's a lot of, that's a, that's a word salad for you there, by the way. Hey? And they aim to arrive at landing sites as quickly as possible. I would love to be there when these guys show up. Like, I bet they have badges. Like, oh, C-SETI. Sure. Investigating the paranormal. Like, it looks like a sheriff badge, but it's like fucking made off Etsy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Okay there, Mulder. Uh, his disclosure project, which aims to reveal government knowledge of UFOs to the public, began in 1993. Dr. Greer claims that he once briefed former CIA director James Woolsey about the disclosure project. According to Woolsey himself, he later on said that when he spoke to Greer, he, quote, listened politely. As one does. As one does when they're having dinner and some ufo guy shows up at your table i'm not talking any shit he's <laughs> <laughs> having a meal I, I i gotta tell you all about the land the proofs i have of ufo oh, landings yeah. oh do you do tell let me know what's on your mind <laughs> okay now you remember that ufo report from a couple months ago the one that the government was like giving out all the like finally yep. unsealing yep. and all that where they said like we got nothing basically so 
from an article I was discussing the release of that report from a couple months ago, I found Mr. Greer's name, Dr. Greer's name. Quote, taking a much more alarming position, Dr. Stephen Greer, the controversial founder of the Center for the Study for Extraterrestrial Intelligence and the CE5 Initiative. He also has another organization, the Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind Initiative, also the name of his documentary. See, that's brand continuity, man. That's how you keep the name alive. You want to be you want to get recognition, you know? And that's exactly that says it all right there. The guy's got a fucking brand to 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 sell. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're going for a ride in this segment. I told you to buckle up for this one, right? This is this is we're going to we're going to get to know Dr. Greer. But he is warning that this apparent mainstreaming of a once perpetually marginalized subject is setting up for a false flag scenario. Oh, Oh, dun, dun, dun. What's he got in store? The idea is that a hoaxed alien invasion or incident will be staged in order to continue to divert billions of dollars to mostly space based weapon systems for the military industrial complex that President Dwight Eisenhower warned us about before leaving office. So a president who left office 70 something years ago told us to watch out for the false flag UFO invasion and we're still waiting for it. That guy had too much faith in fucking humanity. It's also the premise of Watchmen, by the way, the original Watchmen comics. It is. An alien invasion stops the world. Yeah, I know. That's right. Would you come up with that idea, Doc? I don't know. Quite the man. A blue man descended from the, the heavens and spoke to me. But when I was looking into this guy, I found something fun, completely by accident. This is a one star review of his book from Amazon. His book is Hidden Truth, Forbidden Knowledge. It's just words. It's like working in an office. Hidden Truth, Forbidden Knowledge. It's the, you said, it's the same thing twice. He's just trying to hit the word count. This is a one-star review of his book titled, the review is titled, At His CSETI Workshop, I Saw the Real Hidden Truth. Written by user Knowledge Seeker, obviously, of course. My boy. Who else is reading this book? But this comes in, comes in with the fire. Bear with me, because this is, as I told you before, I wanted to just snip out the best parts of this review. But then I realized this guy weaves us a tail and you really could not snip out bits and pieces. You kind of had to go along for the ride. So so buckle up, folks, as, as I read you Knowledge Seekers one star review of Dr. Stephen Greer's book, Hidden Truth, Forbidden Knowledge. I follow Dr. Greer's activities with enthusiasm since 2001 when he established the Disclosure Project. I read his books, watched his interviews, and listened to his meditation CDs. Big fan, obviously. ASMR. That's right. Love Alien, it. UFO, ASMR. <laughs> I liked everything the man seemed to be about and shared his views on the need to inform the public about the presence of extraterrestrial visitors on Earth, the importance of establishing peaceful contact with these visitors and developing free or low cost over unity energy technologies. I don't know what that is. I don't even know what the fuck that means. That would apparently clean the planet, eliminate conflict between nations, bring about a dignified quality of life and abundance to people all over the world. I mean, I believe in all the most amazing things that are all going to happen and save the world. Noble cause, right? I mean, how can we how can we disagree with that? Put my dollars behind that. So it was with great excitement that I signed up for a C-SETI presentation and a one-day workshop with Dr. Greer that took place on November 13th and 14th, 2009 in Costa Mesa, California, to experience and learn C-SETI's contact protocol and to determine whether it will be worthwhile enrolling in the week-long C-SETI outing with Dr. Greer. You know, test run. You get one day with Dr. Greer and then you want to know, do I want to do the full week experience? You want to do the whole space camp, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. Do I want to sign up for the whole summer? <laughs> 
Surprisingly, my preconceived opinion about Dr. Grief's character began to disintegrate as I listened to his presentation. It was disheartening to discover he is excessively fascinated with himself, prone to indulge in name dropping and in bragging about his fantastic high and or in the no contacts and connections. Not to mention the multitude of outlandish remarks he makes with the straight face. <laughs> what did you expect this guy to do? What the fuck do you expect, man? He's trying <laughs> to sell his brand. Like, this guy sells books about being, in, like, insane. Such as his impact on the rogue, majestic secret government. There's something we got to... I'm The rogue, a, majestic secret government? <laughs> we're going to have to Google this in the future. I'm sorry, I didn't go further. I got to... We'll save that for another day. Write that one down. Yeah, let me just make note real quick. So much so that according to him, he, quote, rejected a $2 billion payout to shut up and abandon the ET discourse issue. Oh, I yeah. bet. I, okay. I bet. Okay. Guy who sells like a couple books on Amazon <laughs> turned down $2 billion, eh? They did. They tried to offer me $2 billion. You know why he's lying? Because anybody got offered $2 billion to do anything. They do it. Hundred percent, no question, no, not even close. Billions, bro. Like you can look up. There's these websites in America you can look up, like uh, political donations, disclosure donations to to like senators and stuff. People who just like like vote on any sort of restrictions on the you know factory farming because they're being paid by some chicken company, and and they buy politicians for like twenty grand. You're telling me this guy got offered two billion dollars and he was like, no, thank you. I refuse. The truth means too much to me. These fucking idiots. If you would have said it like a reasonable, like they offered me a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, I would have been like, "Oh, really? Word." But gotta make it billion? sound real. Two billion. Two billion immediately real. was like, "Dog, shut the fuck up." Somebody Don't offered you the, like the Dallas Cowboys in value to shut up about aliens. Like, yeah, where's that coming from, huh? Where's that? Like, where's that? Probably had to get his money somewhere else. Now, needless to say, needless to say, that night I left the auditorium less enthusiastic about what Dr. Greer is all about. But it was not until the workshop and the outing the next day that my opinion about him really changed, unfortunately, for the worst. Again, during the workshop, Dr. Greer devoted some of his time to self-admiration while attempting to appear humble by saying, quote, I'm just a country doctor from North Carolina. Trying to humble himself out after bragging. Uh, I'm, I'm no big city up. conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I'm just a humble country boy. Still wants your motherfucking money. By then, I was becoming quite uncomfortable about him. But as the workshop progressed, my discomfort turned to dismay. It's this podcast. Discomfort turning to dismay. <laughs> fucking A. As I watched how he rudely treated some of the attendees who asked valid questions or made harmless remarks but whose timing or subject he deemed, quote, inappropriate. I was truly shocked and could not believe my ears and eyes as I watched him lash out at them with such scornful contempt. Scornful contempt. Jesus. Fuck around. From your hero, you know, from your your preacher almost. Yeah. Just imagine, man, you you know, you go spend a day with your favorite NFL player and you ask him a question and you're met with scornful contempt. Yeah, like, hey, I'm just wondering, when you switch over to a four-point... Did you really fucking just ask me that? You just asked me a question. I don't remember speaking to you. Speak when you're spoken to. You paid to come here, right? So shut the fuck up and listen. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) You paid me to shut the fuck up. All right. (laughs) (laughs) It was so bad that I wondered if this man was consciously trying to chase these people away. Probably. Dr. Greer claims to have experienced meditative samadhi or oneness with all. If so, 
one would think he would have achieved a certain degree of enlightenment and a sense of kinship towards his fellow men. Instead, instead, you get scornful dissent. Why then was he so harsh and unkind? Did he forget these people paid a significant amount of money, not only to listen, but to ask questions? I guarantee you he didn't he forget, did not that. forget that. No, he did not forget <laughs> that. Trust me. That's all he knows. That was all he was thinking about. He was chasing you away because he wanted a new group of rubes to come back so he could be like, I'm going to scorn you now, motherfuckers. Thanks for paying. Yeah, you'll be on to this pretty quickly. That's bullshit. So we're just going to get you at the door and the next crop in. The worst and most disheartening part of this experience was witnessing the C-SETI's field contact protocol. At the site, a number of devices such as a radio transmitter, magnetometer, radar detectors, infrared scope, etc. were arranged. Even though I don't doubt Dr. Greer may have had several ET experiences, you probably should doubt him in this case. In the past, what I observed in the field that night is inconsistent with his hyperbolic claims, suggesting he can vector ETs and make them appear. I mean, at this point of the outing, you're just all it smells like is bullshit, right? Absolutely. You're wondering why the fuck you pay. Why do you pay money to go to these places? And you're (laughs) smart enough to realize that it's bullshit. You know, how do you how do you how do you do both? His actions and the facts demonstrated that at the very least, this is a bold exaggeration. You fucking think you think I turned down two billion dollars to stand up here and lie to you motherfuckers about conjuring up. I conjure ET. Oh, there goes one right now. Oh, oh, you just missed it. Oh, oh, there goes another. Oh, you just. Oh, you guys aren't quick. You got to turn quick. You got to pay me more money and you'll see it. Not surprisingly, to cover up for this assertion that Dr. Greer made, being sure to bring out a series of possibilities for a, quote, no-show prior to the excursion itself. So he set up his excuses before they left. Right? Has to. Got to have, have your story straight. According to him, sometime the ETs might not appear because, quote, there is someone in the group without good intent and a clean heart. I oh. can't summon ETs when, you, when you're so fucking negative. When you're a negative Nancy. <sighs> You don't believe it? It won't happen. I brought. Oh, it, yep. Oh, he was he was just going to be here. But, you know, Marvin, the Martian, he left because, you know, Lauren over here, it's got bad vibes. You know, she's been asking fucking questions all day. You know, bad energy, bad vibes. No ETs. Sorry. No, ETs no refunds. Also, no, no refunds. Did, we, did you read that when we when he came in? There's no refunds. I'll, I'll check. They're not refundable when you signed at the bottom. Not line. only is it the bad intent or a, a, a dirty heart, apparently, some of that, quote, the ETs may feel threatened by the U.S. military or, quote, even though they won't fully materialize, they will manifest in a thousand other ways. Just nailing every possible excuse. Hula hoop after hula hoop. Hula hoop after hula hoop. Conveniently, there were plenty of people at hand, mostly staff, who would come forward to state that while meditating, they saw or heard this or that. Oh, the rubes in the group that you bring forth. It's like the old uh, snake oil salesman in the old West. Absolutely. Would anyone like to try the magic elixir? (laughs) Has anybody seen these ETs? I have. Oh, my God. He showed them to me in private. Yeah, exactly. I was there. (laughs) Most amusing, though, were Dr. Greer's remarks at the beeps and sounds made by his electronic equipment. You see, according to him, an ET he named Walter communicates via one of these electronic devices, and Dr. Greer is able to recognize which beeps he makes. Hmm. You guys can't see us scowling and looking at each other with incredulous does, looks. Like, does, really? I, I, really? He, so this guy's, I mean, this guy makes nothing but bullshit. Like, no, he's a bullshit salesman. That's exactly uh, what this is. 
What's the, Dr. Gray, I don't see any ETs, but you, you hear the machine beeping. That's that's Walter. Walter, beep, boop, boop, beep, beep. Oh, what's that? Oh, you got bad energy. He's not coming by today. Boop, beep, boop, 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 boop. It's your fault. It's your it's fault. It's not working, guys. No refunds. Buy my book, Amazon. Buy my book. Go on Amazon. Don't read that one-star review. That person doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Additionally, the large quantity of wows and oh my God remarks coming out of Dr. Greer's mouth over unseen or imaginary non-events were sadly hilarious. <laughs> Oftentimes, he would point his mega laser beam at some spot in the sky and claim he was seeing a partially materialized ET craft. Oh, Jesus Christ. This guy's right out oh, there, man. Oh, oh, dude, this with the, oh, oh, there it goes. There oh, goes. You missed oh, it. Open the way through the trees. Oh, 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 you missed it. Oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> Imagine charging money for shit like this. This guy took people into the woods and charged them money to go. Oh, look, go. Oh, oh. <laughs> Probably gives them fucking wintergreen mints and tells them to chew with their mouth open, create sparks and tell them it's AT. Now, Knowledge Seeker finishes their one-star review. I found this rate insulting to my intelligence, as our listeners do hearing this, I'm sure. Intuitiveness and psychic sensibilities. Fucking A, we're here to nurture your intelligence, intuitiveness, and your psychic abilities. We need your abilities to help fight the Taliban, so of course we're going to nurture it. That's right. And to materialize more ETs, because we're, you know what? We see them. Matt and I see our little alien friends, but with someone in our listener base is not pure of heart. It's the ones it's, it's, it's listeners in India who refuse to email us no matter how much we ask. It's you. You're not pure of heart. So we can't materialize our aliens. It's just selfish. You know, it's just absolutely 100% selfish, brutal, brutal, which, you know, but we, we learn to live day by day. Step it up. Kolkata. I know ETs were not present that night, and I would have respected Dr. Greer if he had been forthright and acknowledged the fact that there was no activity. Honesty pays off, man. I would understand. It happens. It's all our third eye knowledge seekers know. Sometimes, you know, you just can't get your UFOs up, you know? Sometimes it happens. It's the okay. Viagra for UFOs. You'll see all the UFOs. In the past, whenever I would read negative reviews about Dr. Greer, especially once describing him as a self-centered narcissist, I would reject them and conclude that they were made by people who couldn't handle the truth. But based on what I saw and experienced firsthand, it appears Dr. Greer is in love with himself. And because he sees himself above others, he dislikes most people. However, he desperately craves attention, so he created this ET disclosure platform to attract as large an audience as possible in order to obtain the recognition and adulation he sorely needs. In essence, regardless of the message, this messenger is so flawed, one must question the purity and true nature of his motivations. Scathing. Scathing is right, dude. Scornful, even. Scornful descent. Mm-mm. That is... So- Dr. Greer, how could you? <sighs> how do these guys fill up the seminar rooms? Because... Con men can always usually good con men always find more people to con, you know, snake oil salesman. There's a reason why the snake oil salesman had a, a wagon and was a traveling show because he was not hanging around where he would go through after he was there. Yeah, he has to leave. Exactly. Got to right? get the fuck out of there. You know, the con man's always got a briefcase packed and ready to go. But the Internet exists. So now people are Dude, all exactly you can't run. You can't run no more. Not only that, it's like now there's a bunch of people like this one person actually went to do the one day retreat and was like, Jesus Christ, this guy's fucked. 
But all these other people who don't are still going to buy his book and be like, you're just a hater. You can't handle the truth. This person blows the lid right off of it. They're like, I believed in this guy. And then I went and did his shit and he was a fucking asshole and I hate him and I don't believe him, but he's a liar. Like, God, that'd be that'd be crushing if you were actually like a fan and you read that shit. <gasps> Dr. Like, Greer, I love you, Dr. Greer. One day you'll show me an E.T. One so, day. I mean, all that being said, he has a new series coming to Gaia streaming. Of course UFOs. he does. The most credible man on the planet. <laughs> Uncovered buried, buried evidence of ET contact. Guys, get out there, folks. Watch it today. Open that up. Open your mind to new possibilities. I really wonder. You know, we talk about snake oil salesmen. These guys really believe this shit, though. Um, I got to wonder. I got to wonder. Like, or is it just totally an act of like, you fucking stupid motherfuckers? I'm just duping you. I think they really believe. I think it's both. I think I do they too. believe an element of it, but then they just are like, the only way I can keep paying for this estate I own in California is if I sell more one day retreats and go, oh, look at the UFO. Oh, 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 you just missed it. People in the audience are like, I saw it. Like, you work here. Like, Confirmation the, bias, yeah. Yeah, you're the summer student. Like fucking plants in there. Oh, Dr. Greer, I saw that one. Like, wow, oh, that person, that person always seems to see the only one who sees them is you. Yeah, I have good vibes. Great vibes. That's why you need snake oil salesman plants. Get a rotation of those guys come in. So when we tour the country, that's what we'll do. We'll tour fucking A and I'll do it solo, but then you'll be in the audience and I'll be like, who wants to come up here and join me? And you'll be like, I will. You in the back with the long hair and the glasses. Who voice totally doesn't sound like my co-host. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for filling in today. My name is Daryl. <laughs> we have. So, I feel like we have great chemistry, you and I. Yeah, I totally. I've never met you before. Uh, it's, yeah, we always have to do that question. Have we, have you and I ever seen each other before? No. Never, never. Would we lie to you people? No, never, not at all. Hey, man, I still want to know how they cut people in half, and I don't see how it happens on stage, bro. The illusionists know what's up. Do you? I don't know. So they're like yeah. another person in the lower box that has their legs hanging out and one person. I in the don't upper fucking box. know. I'm too stupid for that shit, man. I'm always just like, that was amazing. I'm no I'm no pen and teller where they're like, no, exactly what's popping. That's too, uh, too old school. A trick. I think we need to actually saw people in half now. <laughs> do it for the uh, do it for the gram for the lights on the new season of can you fool pen and teller? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I actually cut this person in half. <laughs> How did he do it? I, I, you'll know. You find out later. <laughs> you fooled us. You should never reveal. You should never reveal this trick. Yeah, the person's hanging out the back. <laughs> she's a great actor. You know that she's really good. Yeah, she's so for hire. She's killing it. She, she's retired now. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> that was her one great performance she gave sorry you missed out <laughs> oh you got anything you got anything fun to finish us off here uh fun 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 well fun 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 the world's fastest accelerating roller coaster has to be closed down after breaking too many riders bones <laughs> <laughs> please i i gotta know i gotta know so it's, of course, from Japan. What do you mean, of course, the, it's from Japan? I don't understand. They have, they have the 
fastest roller coasters. What do you mean? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're they have like crazy okay. shit, bro. Crazy. I shit. stand, of, I stand corrected. I stand of, educated. Yeah, think of like all the bullet train type shit. Of course, they're gonna have better roller coasters and stuff. What they right? do that with roller coasters? Like uh, evidently, as no this, wonder it breaks bones. Jesus. So the the do do don uh, do do donpa roller coaster in Japan, uh, at Fuji Q Island, uh, has been shut down by the region's government. Now the closure comes after several passengers have sustained fractures while on the ride. Now, these fractures have all taken place between August and December of last year. So they were in like a th- like a three-month window, okay? But previous to this, the ride's been open for like 15 years. There hasn't been any reports of this. So I don't know what has changed or what's going on. Okay. But it appears that they keep getting similar injuries either to their spine or their, or their back. Their spine? Uh, or their neck. Or their neck, sorry. Yeah, dude. So it, having like small micro fractures and shit like that. Now, most of the people have apparently recovered after about three months. So nothing has been, you know, death worthy. However, there's been a large increase in the injuries. So now that I've told you this, let me tell you how fast this motherfucker. <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to imagine how fast you have to go to get your neck partially snapped. Known for its super death speeds, it is the fastest accelerating roller coaster in the world, going from zero to 112 miles per hour in 1.56 what seconds. What the fuck? That's like <laughs> your fighter jets don't go that fast. Like... Yeah. Except in a fighter jet, you're like completely strapped. Motherfucker, you lean forward on this shit and your head lurches back. Oh, that's what happens. People, people put their, their arms neck. up and their necks are like slam. Like into the... <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah, you it probably also, should be strapped, like head strapped into this thing. The air launched ride also features the globe's largest loop. So not oh, only God. does this motherfucker fly, you do a big ass loop. Now, Vice wrote that the victims numbered at least six at this point. And of the six people, four of them had broken their neck or their back. Whoa. Yeah. How, how yeah. did your day? How did your day at the theme park go? Uh, you know, it's okay. Part except for the part where I broke my spine going 112 miles per hour in a second. Like, eat your heart out, car commercials. Jesus, zero to sixty in point one seconds. I remember like shitting no. myself on the drop zone at Wonderland. I can't fucking imagine going from zero to one twelve like that. Jesus. Now, just for clarification, because the kind of stories we tell in this show about our lives. Did you actually shit yourself or metaphorically? I've never, I have never shit myself on the drop zone. Okay. Okay. No, I don't need checking. any, I don't need any stories, you know, when I'm running for president. No. I shit myself on a roller coaster. No, the key, you know what? That, the Australian prime minister's problem was not embracing the story. This whole, yeah, it would never happen. I never went to Macca's and shit my pants. You're like, you, you should have just been like, yeah, it was hilarious. It was a great time. People would think you're like endearing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I got drunk. We went to the rugby finals. The team fucking lost. I got drunker. We went to get some fucking McDonald's. So, you know, when you're drunk in McDonald's, dog, you remember fucking hand in hand, you know, and I shit my pants. Things happen. Things hot here in Australia, you know, (laughs) things happen. That's what you say. after you shit your pants, just own it. (laughs) Things happen. You should probably say shit happens, but that's a little too meta, isn't it? Yeah, oh, <laughs> so, imagine you're in a McDonald's. Some guy shits his pants and just looks at you and goes, "Shit happens." <laughs> Dude, I would, oh my god, dog! People, nobody would believe you. Uh, <laughs> One I, day you're walking the subway platform, you're gonna see that. I never want to fucking go back, bro. That's hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit! We're never looking back. Oh, it's only the future. Man. They're wastelands, bro. Now that COVID is like lightening back up a little bit in regards to like businesses, people could sit in the restaurants again. They're going back to their ways. They're going back to those wastelands, bro. That they are like 
the drive through window at McDonald's was like advanced ordering drive through McDonald's. It's the shit. It's the shit. We're, we're all about the future. Keep wait, making wait, wait. what advanced ordering drive through. Yeah, you can like get a McDonald's app and like place an order and then pick it up instead of doing like the actual drive through. So it's like ready when you get there. So it's like you, Starbucks, you know, do you like, go, do you go in to pick it up then? No, you go through the drive-thru and you're like, I have a, I have an order. I'm like a mobile order. I placed. And they're like, okay, oh, come on up to the window. That's not really the future then because you still have to go through the drive-thru line and it'd be fucking ready in the same amount of time. Yeah. But you don't have to go enter the, the McDonald's jungle wasteland of the inside, you know, where people we are like passed the, out. We just go through the drive-thru then and just order when you get there. Yeah. But then like the food's already ready, but then the food's been sitting for longer and it's shittier. Depends on how early you place the order. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? You, know, you just text and drive five minutes down the road. Hey, that, every one of these, because there's so many orders now, these parking lots all have the like, go wait in number two over there and we'll walk it out to you. You know what I mean? Oh, so you got to well, think that's... ahead, man. I like think that. Ahead. I'm down with that. You don't, don't use that Starbucks. You don't use that Starbucks advanced order. Like I don't, I don't go to Starbucks often. Trader. Trader. No, I just don't have one near my work location. True. Which is surprising. I well, mean, it's actually not true. It has finally opened back up because of COVID. It was closed for so long. Right. Yeah. So okay. there is one. That's a, that's a lie. So there is one. All right. Anyway. Anyway. All right. All right. We're just hypothesizing on on chains of, of fast food restaurants. This is episode 48 of the fucking A podcast. My name is Dan. He is Matt, a.k.a. who? I have DJ Dopamine and you are Serotonin Steve select. or whatever. The Serotonin Selector. Oh, the Serotonin Selector. Right. I can fuck with that. I do. I can vibe with those. It's going on a T-shirt coming to you in the merch store real fast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fucking A podcast. If you see K-I-N-E-H pod cast you can email us fnhpodcast at gmail.com send us your comments send matt some mcdonald's coupons because evidently evidently he needs them for uh his drive-through experience send me all your coupons i'll order everything on it i'll pay the money and i'll eat it all at once and i'll shit my pants in the mcdonald's and i'll say shit happens and it'll be the most meta thing ever (laughs) and i'll probably make the news and then we'll talk about it here I'll use it as a branding opportunity. Listen to my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All the branding opportunities I try to come up with you sometimes, and this is the one you settle on. (laughs) I'm going to shit myself. I'm confused. I'm confused by your ideas and your taste in music right now. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's an off afternoon. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I love you, man. I love you too, buddy. 48 episodes of podcasting, two full days. We want to thank you for joining us. Tell a friend, come back for episode 49. Matt, the next time you and I record for episode 49, that window of time from that Sunday to the release date on the Thursday, that will be our one-year anniversary. So sexy. Yes. Closing in. Couldn't get 50 in a year. We, You know, hey, summer vacations. We tried. Got close. You know, finishing just under. That just means we get to have two episodes back to back that are kind of like milestone episodes. I think that's pretty respectable. Yeah, we'll do. We'll celebrate one year and then we'll celebrate 50 episodes the next week. Get the best of all worlds, you know, just prolonging the celebration. Well, that's that's it, right? The longer you prolong it, the better it feels. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's true. Edge delayed, delayed gratification podcasting. Ah! <laughs> 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 All right. When Matt starts making noises, it's time to start lining up. And also, listeners, if you'd like to help us out or support the show in any way, the only you know one thing you can do is you can always review the show, leave it a rating, tell us what you think. You can email us 
again, fnehpodcast at gmail.com or, or, you know, go on iTunes if that's your mode of choice, Spotify, whatever app you choose, leave the show a rating. It helps other people find this comedy podcasting goodness, helps us grow, helps us spread the message. So consider that as well. And, and Matt and I thank you in advance. Spread, spread love, spread your Sp- legs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, just give me the money and don't scream and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. What, what's, what's that? Say what the fuck the- does this note say? <laughs> the fuck did that podcast say? I can't spread understand these guys legs. Uh, what? <laughs> what? So this is a bank. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. Wrong place. <laughs> I meant don't scream. Like, wait, just get out of here, you fucking what? pervert. Wait, wait, you guys stay here. I'm gonna come back and try it again, okay? I'm gonna get this robbery right this time. Fucking dumbass. Dumbass. Uh, we salute, we salute that man. And on that note, we're out. We're out. We're done. Fade in, fade out. Adios. Hold up. Drank. Podcast faded. <laughs> Podcast faded. Uh, my bank branch on the first name basis House party looking like a Thursday at Aces Good gracious, all these blue faces Told them niggas hold late breath They can't take it, stands and labors That's Adidas paper Authentic column now, wanna see us caked up The rates up, the gigs up too Double header in France, went for a bag And I picked up two, back across the water Boss's aura, Bel-Air Rose Flowing like faucet water Get love from the plug, he endorsed my order Finesse a few plays, get more bucks Fast as Ferrari Bad bra, hopping out of planes, put my pot down, now I'm about to twist another strain. Uh, disappear like David Blaine. Got a few things I could do with this Mary Chain, like. Pull up and ride sick with it. Yeah. We gon' probably get rich to this. Right. Every time that your girlfriend play this, she gon' probably get lit to this. Right. She gon' probably get lit to this. Really? She gon' probably get lit to this. Yeah. Every time that your girlfriend play this, she gon' probably get lit to this. She wanna roll. What she say, she could come, but she can't stay. I smash on you, but I can't lay. Back shots still got my sweatsuit on and my high time four chains and my plain Jane watch. A homegirl watch from the rooftop. I'm the troop, new season, new coops out. What you bout? I'm on the loo route. Bitches shaking ass, looking like Uncle Luke House. Roll so many O's, it's just ooh now. And ready, couple more Chevys in the paint shot. They almost ready. When they hit the streets, you'll know. Cause all of a sudden it'll turn ice cold Big paper get with small money can't go Big paper get with small money can't go Pull up and my ride sick with it Yo. We gon' probably get rich to this oh, look. Every time that your girlfriend play this She gon' probably get lit to this yeah. She gon' probably get lit to this right. She gon' probably Yo. get lit to this right. Every time that your girlfriend play this She gon' probably get lit to this I got a priority flow I'm right at your door Kicking flavors wrapped in paper They ain't labeled before Southern lights Ain't it the fight that could disable the glow I school a biscuit down with you And it catered the hoe I'm on a level that never be Like planets you'll never see I sit somewhere in between Rhythms and melodies A lot made a prim prim Get out with a pimp limp Put it on a blimp For a bitch that can jump shield I got it here on cruel control Ooh, the type of cool That Eskimos would know Grows the type of bread That only hook could fold Blindfold folk at my high Before I enter the code Cause a lane breaking Enter where he ain't enter before But I block him like a center that bow. The way I shine like I shine the sun ain't been shining at all. 2 a.m. in the morning, bitch, she know who to call. Cruise. Pull up and my ride sick with it. We gon' probably get rich to this. Every time that your girlfriend play this, she gon' probably get lit to this. She gon' probably get lit to this. She gon' probably get lit to this. 
Every time that your girlfriend play this, she gon' probably get lit to this. This one, that one, roll them, pass them. Next one won't be like the last one. Old school classic, don't do magic, but disappear with a bad bitch. Funds, I stack them, girls, I mack them. Being broke, I can't imagine. What's that cost? Don't see the tax. I reach the point, don't even brag. Okay. OG status. Okay. And I don't need fashion. Okay. And my girls be badder, throw it back. She got talent. sick with it we gon' probably get rich to this every time that your girlfriend play this she gon' probably get lit to this she gon' probably get lit to this she gon' probably get lit to this every time that your girlfriend play this she gon' probably get lit to this roller skate paper chase far cars paper plates and gates large states my name whole way my money straight roller skate Paper chase, foreign cars, paper plates, and gates, large states, my name.